Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Wednesdays We Spill Tea. Very thirsty. I'm parched. (laughs) All right. So today we are doing an episode on the final thoughts on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 8. And I have brought Corey back and he's actually in person and in the kitchen studio this time. Yes. <laughs> so what we are going to do is we are going to discuss and pretty much pick up where we left off with the previous episode. And we are also going to talk about the outcome, as we now know, the winner of the Fame Games and of the Crown. So, what we are going to do is podcast for our legacy. We are going to dive right in. Corey, what did you think about this part of the season before we start diving into specifics? I thought it picked up steam toward the end. I definitely kind of thought that it lost its sail there for a minute. I know that on the last episode, we were speculating about who was going to be causing the drama that RuPaul walked in on the, Mama gonna fix this shit shot. (laughs) And we were wrong on our assumption. Surprisingly. Yes, because where it had cut to Alexis crying, I knew that it was Alexis saying, I'm gone, huh? (laughs) And it was really Kahana packing her bags going, uh-uh, 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 I'm going home. Which I did not see. Yeah, and I'm just like, I really wish she would have went home and they would have brought James Mansfield back. Okay, yeah, same, same. I agree with that. Because, I mean, I don't hate Kahana, I just don't love her. Like I said, I definitely thought she was a filler queen, and no, I don't mean her silicone. (laughs) She... Is beautiful and stunning. Yes. And got a body that won't quit. That ass. And everything. Her lips, like her whole face, her cheeks, like... It's all fake, but it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) you can't... God God can't do something like everything. (laughs) Dude, I don't know, but I feel like she is really good at being gorgeous. Yes. And I feel like she knows that, so maybe she doesn't give it her all. Yeah, she's definitely a look queen. Yeah. Because, I mean, when you look on talent, she doesn't really have a ton unless she's lip syncing. Yeah, that's true. I was trying to think of a more diplomatic way to say that, but I think that's fair. Listen, I don't think there's anything diplomatic about me, Corey. (laughs) You've known me for years. You know this. (laughs) True. But I'm I'm right there with you, so. So, I want to say that I was very happy with the outcome. I did notice that our predictions were accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our top three that we said in the last episode was the top three, but I did not anticipate that they were only going to be carrying two into the finale. I know. I know. That surprised me. It surprised me as well, too, but what I think was the reasoning behind that was I think that they wanted to have everybody, as many people as possible, to have a chance at the fame games. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that makes sense, but I just still like the top two. It's always so much more entertaining when there's more than two because I feel like there's more competition. Yeah. And I don't know. I just love Jessica so much. Me too. Me too. But we'll get into that later because I'm going to have to tell you what I did for the fame games when I was voting. (gasps) Cheat. (laughs) I didn't cheat. You hacked a server. Going into the first episode um, since our break because the last episode that we talked about was Joan the Unauthorized Rusical. Mm-hmm. So that was where we had um, James Mansfield was eliminated, and we talked about our displeasure with that because we both agreed that we thought Kahana should have won. Yes. And then we go into the episode of Forensic Queens, which all I gotta say was, little pound cake, you're not my real dad, and you never will be. What is that she says? She's a straight up dick pig? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, Corey, I do not want to see your dick pig. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was really excited when I saw Lil Pound Cake's face because I think I talked about it if it was an audible file because our last episode, my audio was really rough. Lil Pound Cake is one of my absolute favorite things ever. Like, when I had my RuPaul's Drag Race birthday party last year, my friend Jordan, who's been on this podcast several times, bless her heart, she attempted to make me a Lil Pound Cake birthday cake. Oh, my God. And let me just tell you, it was the fucking scariest (laughs) thing I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) What was it even... Was it just like, wait, was it a sheet cake or was it No, like it a- was a face. <gasps> she rolled it into a little round ball and made it a face. And it was... <laughs> Fine, do you have a picture? Oh, I do. I'm going to post it with this episode <laughs> and then I'll show it to you. But it literally looked like a Cabbage Patch grew up, got hooked on crack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't even know how you'd begin to make a... Little pound cake. Listen, Wait, was it pound cake? No. <laughs> oh, see, there's a tiger It was chocolate, right I think. But I do want to give her a shout out because she did try. Yeah, and that's all that matters. It was the most thoughtful thing that, one of the most thoughtful things anyone has ever done for me. Because I had posted on my Facebook a picture of a cake that was Little Pound Cake's face. And... <laughs> do you know those websites where they like... Show the character and then show like the cake next. To yes, <laughs> this episode I did not think other it was like a real memorable episode other than Lala Ree's character of the security guard. Now that yeah. fucking cracked me up. Yeah, no, that's true. I didn't think. I don't know. There, it was just so lackluster to me. Like not even just the queens and their characters, but also like the premise. Like I, I enjoyed seeing Little Pound Cake, but like. Alexis Michelle's character, like, what even was that? I thought when she came out and she was in costume, I thought she was getting ready to slay. Because Alexis is funny. I know. I don't know what she was trying to do, but I guess improv is different than, like, acting. You know, I guess so. Because, I mean, Alexis is really good at improv. Mm. But it's like, I guess when she was, like, forced to, like, come up with an entire script herself, because I don't... I don't think, I think it was just like a description of a character and then they wrote their lines, right? Yeah, probably. Cause I don't, so much that she could, like, could have done with that though. There really was. And then she was like, flat bush. 
because my bush is flat. And yeah. I'm like, girl, you played B. Arthur on the Snatch Game. You came up with such good shit a couple of weeks ago. Where the fuck is it now? I know. I didn't get that joke at all. No, I was I don't like, know what that's supposed to mean. flat bush. I know it's like. I don't know. I just I didn't love it. I I remember that. Of course, I thought Jessica did a good job. Lala Ree, of course, cracked me up. But other than that, I don't really I remember think much about was it. Funny. No, I didn't really either. Um, Jimbo was not a standout in that episode and it was for me. Gross too. Yeah, like I thought. Yeah, and I mean, like we're big Jimbo fans. Yes, yeah. but I just there was it wasn't about, their best week. No, not at all. Kahana did such a bad job though compared to her previous acting because I do feel like she's grown. Yeah, because Kahana cannot act her way out of, of a, a paper, paper bag. bag. <laughs> 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 no, she really. I think she really did well compared to, like, the weeks leading up to it. And I think part of that had to do with RuPaul coming out and saying that. Like, Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that had it been earlier in the season where it wasn't down to such competition, I think that Kahana would have probably even got to stay. Yeah. But I think after she threw the fit where she was like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to go home. Track record, I think people thought that it was best... To yeah. just let Kahana go home and let Alexis stay. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to pick, I would pick Alexis, but like... Alexis did well in Waves. Ale- I think Alexis is one of the most versatile queens that I've ever really witnessed on the show, just look-wise. I agree. Maybe not character-wise, because I kind of feel like she's kind of one note. You know, Her she's best, not yeah. Liza Minnelli, B. Arthur, like, you know, something older, you know, an older lady. Yeah. But with her looks... I think she does, like, she's very versatile. Like, she can come out one day, and you're like, like, when she first came out, like, her entrance look. Oh, that's true, yeah. I was like, who is that? And then I remembered when it showed her as a boy. But it's like, I feel like you can look at pictures of Alexis Michelle, and she's one of the people, like, she can paint her face any way, and it makes her look like a completely different person in some cases. That's true, that's true. And I think think she's just, like, she's locked onto playing older female characters Mm -hmm. and that's like her thing but then here comes the thing of why did how could she have not done better in the forensic queens episode because she was an older lady i don't know maybe like well i don't think that she had a lot of screen time Uh uh-huh she didn't and i also think that she was thrown off her game okay so i know she cries a lot i know that you're not the biggest fan of her but i mean she was right though Candy Muse uses, showed off her, you know, her bully yeah. technique. Yeah. And I know she really wanted that money, but at the same time, like, you have to respect the other people. You can't just come in and say, okay, well, I'm taking this part. And You're it's taking- non-negotiable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. It me of Bosco. Do you remember when Bosco would not bend anything? Yeah. No, I'm playing this part. Yeah. No, I'm doing this. No, I'm doing this. And then Bosco didn't even do, yeah, do a yeah, good yeah. job. Yeah. Like, the part she didn't want, and the part that the other person got, um, I think it was, it was the British one, right? Lady Camden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, Lady Camden kicked her ass with a character she didn't even want. Yeah. I think that she acted on this All-Stars the way that she looks. Mm-hmm. Like a bulldog. yeah she's very pushy 
And she thinks that Candy Muse wants to pretend like she's that charismatic. Mm-hmm. And that that's the reason that she can get people to get do what she wants because she's just got it. Yeah. But baby, you don't. You push people and you run over people and you just, it's my way or the highway. Yeah, and nobody yeah. wants to work with you when you're like that. No, it's going to be like an acid Betty type situation. Yeah. Where like everyone, yeah. And we discussed our, our displeasure yes. in Acid Betty last time because I I absolutely loathed Acid Betty. That's mm-hmm. on right behind Fifi O'Hara. Oh, yeah. And Diabetti. Because remember yeah. that was oh, like that whole yeah. confusion where I was like, Diabetti, I didn't like her. No, wait. Was that Acid Betty? No, wait. I didn't like either one of them. I went back and looked. Anyone knew Betty. Any yeah. of the Bettys. Any of them. I've never met a Betty I liked. True. On RuPaul's Drag Race. Also true. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe one. <laughs> Forensic queens. Um, on to the next episode was You're a Winner, Baby. And it was when RuPaul brought out the boxes with the names of past winners. Winners. Yeah. Uh, assigned the boxes. And I thought Lala did a pretty good job, like, trying to give... Lack for lack, yeah. 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 Like, I don't feel like Lala was trying to screw anybody over with the choices. No, I think she's very fair. Yeah. Like, Alexis Michelle um, was Trinity the Tuck, which I could definitely see. Yeah, 100%. Um, Jessica Wilde was Kylie Sonique Love. Yes. I almost said Young. Uh, Um, Which, honestly, like, great match, I feel like. I thought it was a really good match, too, because even though, you know, they they don't look alike, they still have, like, a similar drag style. And weren't they from the same season? Season two. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Jimbo was given the box Trixie, which they couldn't have given Jimbo a better box oh, yeah. out of these no, choices. That was fantastic. Yeah. And then Candy Muse was Monet Exchange, which, girl. Mm. And Lala um, chose the box Shay Kool-Aid. Yes, which, which also fantastic. Oh, yeah. A great seasons when they do this, when they bring out the trunks from past people. Like, queens don't match up a lot of times with the styles. Yeah. And so, it's just kind of like, I always feel like that episode's kind of a bust, but this one wasn't bad. Yeah, no, I don't know if they, I don't know if they, like, planned it out to work so well, or if it was just, like, fate. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I feel like everyone had well matched, maybe with the exception of Candy. Yeah. This is also the episode where Alexis won the top queen. And remember that Lala Ree saved her oh, the previous yeah. episode. And Lala tells her, she's like, they're doing a design challenge. So they, Lala knows that Alexis is going to do well. Yeah. And so Lala goes, yeah, baby, just remember me next week. Mm-hmm. And Alexis goes, I will. Uh. And then has the chance to vote off fucking Candy Muse. And it's just like last week was just when Candy Muse like was basically trying to be a dictator in the parts and not compromising at all. And then you still took the part that you didn't want and you're going to vote off little baby Lala Ree? It makes no sense unless Alexis thought that Lala was bigger competition, which I can maybe see. But but at the same time, like, Alexis had to have known that they were not getting the crown. Oh, yeah. Like... Had to. And who would you rather see win? Candy Muse or Lala Ree? Come on, girl. I, I love Alexis, but I thought that was 
the dumbest decision. Yeah, and I don't know, like, did she ever ex- have an explanation for that, or was it just... She did. She So she said that her and Candy had made a truce back before. And I'm just like, but then... <laughs> but then the person that they chose over La La Ree is the one that's like, now in the next episode, was like, I don't trust her. I heard her make a pact to La La Ree, and she still chose me. Like, she got to stay on the show... She got in the top two because of Alexis Michelle. Yeah. Like, Kenny Muse did not get to the top two by any other way other than Alexis Michelle choosing her over La La Ree. No, I agree. Yeah. She should have never beat La La Ree. No. And, I mean, I know La La is not good at the design challenges, but... Kenny Muse's outfit, if if I'm not mistaken, it was horrendous. Well, I don't even remember what it looked like, but I can guarantee you it looked a mess. Yeah. And it's just like, he is such a gentle, little, sweet person. I mean, like, you know, she's spicy. Yeah, yeah but like... But she's a good person. And funny and kind and like, I don't know, I've never seen her like, say any anything bad to anyone. No. In drag race. No, and I mean, she, you know, blew my mind. Because I saw Kenny Muse getting that top two with Lola Ree, or that bottom two with Lola Ree, I was like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry I about know, Kenny Muse anymore. I, know. I thought the same thing. And then when she said, I chose Lala, I was like, girl, you just, she just saved you last week. Mm-hmm. You just told her that you were going to remember it. I know. And that you were going to take care of her. And then you went back on your fucking word. Because you say, oh, well, I had made a pact with Candy. Candy specifically said later that she does not recall making a pact with Alexis. Also, she don't care about you. No. If anybody, <laughs> Candy is in this competition for herself. Yeah. Well, I don't fucking care about these bitches. Like, it's not like I'm going to have to be friends with these people. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm just looking out for me. And it just, yeah, that I know it's a competition, but at what point? stop being people to you yeah it's off-putting like that that sort of personality trait is just so off-putting to me it is me too and it's just like when you're not willing to help other people out or you just are only looking out for yourself like i know two hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money but i mean you have to live with these people you know forever well and they're your sisters yeah that's what it's supposed to be they're supposed to be your sisters that's what i've always loved about rupaul's drag race is because most of the queens no matter how catty it gets they all still they all still stay friends they don't hold grudges like they don't hold shit against each other but most of the time the choices are picked fairly Mm -hmm. i thought that the smartest thing that alexis michelle could have done was to eliminate candy muse Especially because RuPaul, for some reason, just adores Candy Muse. Yeah, I don't... The reason was just, there were just so many things that were out of left field. And that's why I literally almost didn't watch the finale because I knew that it was... I knew Candy Muse was going to win. Because everything that could have happened has happened this season. I mean, you know, Heidi and Closet got up, walked out fucking doesn't yeah. want to be in the fame games done and who knows if Heidi and Closet will ever be able to come back and and yeah, do the show again they don't let people no because I yeah, I don't I don't know if she'll be able to come back no I, I mean they wouldn't even let her participate in the I don't know if it was her choice or if they're who made the choice for her to not allow her to participate in the fame games but it was just like she was a race yeah. like she was never there yeah and I thought she would come back at least for like the last two episodes 
I thought that when she was making that whole scene that she was just doing essentially what Kahana did on that episode where she was just like, yeah, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. This is just too much drama. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like, can you imagine, Heidi would have done so good in that fugitive, in that little pound cake challenge. She yeah. She would have done so good in that. She would have. And it's just like, you know, I feel like Heidi could have went far you know, know, in the competition, like had Heidi not left, like that would have changed my entire perspective of who the top queens were going to be. Yeah. It's a fierce competitor and she's funny and she's pretty good. And people love her. Yeah. People do love her. Mm. She's hilarious. And I'll tell you what my favorite thing about this episode was. Tell me. Brendan Boyd. Who's that? Brandon Boyd was the guest judge for this episode. He is the lead singer of Incubus. And I was fucking obsessed with him oh, when I was 16, 17. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, I mean, and he still looks good. Yeah, he's fine. I yeah. didn't <laughs> 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 look like a tasty snack, though. <laughs> mm, mm. You are stellar. <laughs> Fine. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah. Oh. And so I was so excited. I was like, shit, bring the boys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when La La Rie got booted. And I just still can't get over that. It was just a huge shock. Yeah. Like it was just not what I was expecting. Which I mean, sometimes in shows you want that shock value and you want to be shocked and you love when a twist happens. But I did not want that twist to be La La Ray no. leaving. Yeah. That was a bad twist. Yeah, it was a really bad twist. If you were watching a fucking what's his name? Imlog Shamalam. These twists are either great or they're really stupid. <laughs> and Candy's the monsters outside the village. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little Lala's the little blonde girl. <laughs> Trying to climb that fence. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, girl, neither did Lala. <laughs> oh, my God. So what we'll do is I'm thinking that we'll go ahead and take a little break. And then when we come back, we will talk about the Carson Kressley roast. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. All right. So stay tuned. We. Okay. And we are back. So where we left off is that... We were going to start talking about Carson Kressley. This is your gay life. <laughs> and what a gay life it has been. <laughs> <Me>. but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this roast, I felt like, was a pretty good roast. Solid, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I felt like everybody did pretty well. And then Jimbo was the top all-stars. But then this was also the episode where if you weren't in the top, you were in the bottom. bottom. And they all did a good job at that, too. I think they did, too. Um, I was a little worried for Jessica Wilde for some reason. But she ended up doing well. Yeah, I think she was my second favorite out of all of them. I I think maybe... With her language barrier, maybe it's mm-hmm. harder for her sometimes to like. That's what I was worried about. Connect. Yeah, yeah. It always seems like when there's a queen on the show that has a language barrier, they don't do so well with the roast, and it's like people act like they've never heard somebody talk with an accent before. Yeah, and that bugs me. 
Because I'm like, just because that her English isn't perfect doesn't mean you don't get the gist of her joke or what she's saying. Or she can't be funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I, I don't like that. But, and Carson seemed to be pretty pleased with it. Yeah. He, I mean, the whole thing, he was just laughing. I think he was laughing at everybody. I think everyone did a, a pretty good job when Jimbo came out. I think that was when Carson just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> and I did too, because that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jimbo is just hilarious. I mean, Jimbo's a clown. In every way, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if Jimbo had came out and wasn't funny, then he would have been... The world would have ended. Yeah. Yeah. He would have just been like, what the fuck? Like, this is supposed to be your forte. <laughs> you know, it'd be like Alexis Michelle coming out as an older lady and bombing. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, wait. <laughs> Flat bush. Because I make bushes flat. I still don't get that. I'm going to have to Google it. I don't know. No. Well, maybe because you don't flatten any bushes. (laughs) 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 So, in the the episode when they were, like, trying to be like, oh, well, I don't know if you should do Joan Rivers. I don't know if you should do, like, like, an imitation. Yeah. I think they were just trying to throw Jimbo off his game. I think that they were just trying to tell him that it was too risky. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, nobody... I, I don't think anybody's ever really done that before other than Coco Montrese coming out and acting like she's RuPaul's yeah, cousin. Yeah, I was trying to think. In a I roast. I think so. I think the closest would be like the Lady Bunny roast when it was like, they were all like eulogizing her at mm-hmm. her funeral. And she was laying there yeah. <laughs> cracking up yeah. in the coffin. With Monet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and also one thing that I wanted to uh, mention about this episode as well was I'm pretty sure wasn't this the first time that Jimbo won a lip sync after being in the top it like was. four times? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! And and what she did was she came out and she was herself. Yeah. Instead and, of trying to be all like yeah. just a rabbit, yeah. Yeah, like instead of trying to like come out and like do actual dance moves. Mm-hmm. And, like, do actual performances because that's that's not, not Jimbo. No. And, it, you know, you got to stay true to yourself in this competition, and that's one thing I love about it. But, you know, like, when she came out and was throwing the baloney again and all that, oh like... God, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, and she beat Silky. And, yeah. you know, if you recall, like, when Silky was on, what was it, her All-Star season? Yeah. No, she murdered people. Yeah. Lip syncing. And she did that one by herself, too. Oh, the Barbie? Yes. That's still one of my favorite lip syncs. It was so good. Because she ended up doing the whole thing by herself. Yes. yeah. Which made it even more hilarious that she had two <laughs> characters. Or <laughs> she was like a man on one side and a woman on the other. Her writhing around on that floor. Oh, my God. I lo- <laughs> now, that's a queen that I love. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but I love Silky. Oh, she's great. I love Silky. I loved Cornbread the Snack. Oh! <gasps> Cornbread the Snack, if you ever happen to come upon my podcast, I just want you to know, please go back on the show. We love you. We love you so much. Did you know, there? I was in one of the episodes, she was on there with Diabetty, and she was calling her Diabetica. (laughs) And Diabetty was like, that's not my name. (laughs) She's out, girl. Cornbread was like, I thought it was Diabetica. (laughs) Like, I'll never forget Cornbread the Snack's face when Willow Pill walked into that workroom mm-hmm. in her angles shirt and flip-flops. Yes. She just kept bringing up the flip-flops. They had such a cute relationship. They really did. But um, Alexis finally got eliminated oh, on yeah. this episode, too. Um, which, you know, going up against Jessica Wilde and Candied Muse in the bottom three, I mean... Yeah, yeah. It was, what did you expect yeah, was going to happen? Her time. 
And then the next episode was the letter L. Oh, this was when they did the makeover challenge with the lesbians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did not, I was not the biggest fan of how the person was that got matched with Jimbo. That was the one, she was very like self-conscious, right? Yeah, and she was, she was like, I'm femme, you know, I want to be femme, I want to be beautiful. Right. Oh, yeah, and he was going to wear that one outfit. Yeah, and he was going to like match her up like... How he, because, you know, if anything that you learn from a makeover challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race is they want you to look alike Mm -hmm. and they want you to have a family resemblance, but also, you know, put on a show. Yeah. And I felt like Jimbo had to step outside of her comfort zone to try to meet the needs of this person. Yes. When it's $200,000 on the line for Jimbo, not this person. Right. But that being said, I think anyone would have, I mean, I think Jimbo was the perfect person to like make that compromise because I don't think it, I don't think anyone else on that show would have been able to be like, okay, well, let's do what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and I don't think so either, but at the same time, it's like, how many people have we seen go home and get eliminated before really it's their time to go just because they have somebody that doesn't do the put the work in True, yeah. or they don't want to compromise yeah let me say this though candy her makeover was so good it really was and i will give credit where credit's due i'm not a sour old bitch that doesn't give credit where the work has been put in right but on the other hand candy was very fortunate like i was saying and got a very willing counterpart yeah that's true that's true and it's like when you match up with somebody whose style is pretty much exactly like yours yeah and they're just so excited to be on rupaul's drag race that they'll do that they'll do whatever you know and it's just like i mean that's how i'd be i would have worn a clown outfit oh yeah i mean hell if i was a drag queen i probably would be a fucking clown (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like if I were a drag queen, then, you know, I would be... I, I don't sew. <laughs> so, <laughs> Neither does anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be fucking jiggly. Kelly and Tay oh trying to make I it out there. Silver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look like a fucking trash bag with holograms on it. Like. But, so, Candy was the top all-star of the week. Um, and Jimbo and Jessica were in the bottom two. And then one of my favorites came out as a lip sync assassin. I remember I texted you about it and was like, oh my God, have you watched this week's episode? Because <gasps> yeah. fucking Queen of the North, Priyanka. Yes. I love Priyanka. And when Brooklyn Heights tries to claim herself as Queen of the North, I'm like, no, bitch. Um, and of course, Priyanka won the lip sync because Priyanka, Priyanka's oh, yeah. a bad fucking bitch. Like, yeah. And I love that they did Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I love me some Destiny's Child. Give me something from the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah, all, yeah. I'm they did Jumpin', it. Jumpin'. But, so, this was the episode where Candy Muse was making a decision that I thought was going to end up completely different. Well, it's just like, Jessica Wilde's great, but it, it's just, Jimbo is so, like, well-rounded and mm-hmm. can do everything. That it's hard to, like, it's hard to state exactly, like, how good he is at drag. Right. And Jessica Wilde's also good, but, like, there's just something about Jimbo. Like, very charismatic, very, like, there and in the moment. But I think also that's part of, like, the gig. Because when you're a clown, 
if yeah. you if you like do something that's like bad or not great you can always fall back on like well I'm a clown like I'm not I'm not supposed to be like a beauty right but I think a lot of people have always underestimated Jimbo true when Jimbo got chosen to go on to the top two and Jessica Wilde went home like I was really sad but that was the top three that I imagined yeah no I think my assumption was not correct if I'm remembering right now I think that I said that I thought it was going to be the top three was going to be uh, La La Ree, Candy Muse and Jimbo and I think actually I may have said if ha- if Heidi hadn't left, I think she was in my top three. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think if Heidi hadn't left, there were so many good things that Heidi could have done. There were so many challenges that would have really made Heidi shine. I was glad that Candy like upheld her truce with Jimbo, mm-hmm. and I think that Candy Muse really wanted to feel like she was the best, and so she wanted to play. With the best. Yeah. And I, I respect that a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, it would have been easy for her just to, like, not do that. You know? I don't think for one second she upheld to the truce to uphold to the truce. Candy Muse was like, well, I'm going home. When it came between her and Lollary. Yeah. And she was like, you know, Lollary. And then when Alexis sent Lollary home, I think Candy was just as confused as we were, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And then the next episode was um, the Fame Games Variety Extravaganza. Now, when we were at the middle of the season, we were both rooting for Darian Lake. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I gave Darian Lake a single... Or no, I gave her two votes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Did you vote on the Fame Games? No. Oh yeah, you were on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't vote on the Fame Games. The Wi-Fi sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but even if I had, I don't think... I mean, I liked some of some of the looks before she left, but then I looked after I got back from the cruise and I saw normal looks. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they were elevated the first half, and then they went. Yeah, yeah Darian's of. like, oh, I ain't gonna get this far. Yeah. <laughs> she's that. like halfway through. Just yeah, <laughs> she's just like, okay, it's all I got. The rest we're just gonna fucking <laughs> wing it. I'm gonna tell you how I voted for the Fame Games. So, I made a list of every email address I've ever had in my life. I text a couple of my closest friends and asked them for their email addresses. I got my husband's email address, both of my mom's email addresses. Oh, my God. I made a list. It was probably easily 35 to 40 email addresses. And I went on there. And I voted. I remember that I used one email address to give votes to my other favorite queens. Yeah. And then the rest were all Jessica Wilde. And you got 10 votes for per email address. Oh my God. So think about me <laughs> sitting here for probably Jessica Wilde, if you're listening, this is how much that I loved you. Fucking like three <laughs> hours of entering in email addresses. I made a new one for my business. Just to be able to vote, like, dude. I mean, honestly, Jessica Wild, like, the looks were all there. She yeah. deserved all of those votes. Jessica Wild, like, she has came such a long way since her season. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Jessica, like, I don't know. I mean, I assume that she got help with her outfits, but like, they were all so good. Yeah, 
And, like, she just, she really did such an above and beyond. Like, when she did Joan the Rusical with the Bring Me the Axe. Yes. Like, she was able to just destroy that language barrier Mm -hmm. and still make it amazing. And then, you know, like, she did her little lip sync with her humongous titties just out there (laughs) going, just, With her coconut. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But watching her in this season... I was just like, my God. Yeah. Like, this is a prime example of somebody who is like, okay, so this is what I need to do. And she 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 fucking put the work in. Yeah. Everything she did, I think, was so fantastic. Yeah, she she did a good job. And, like, that's why, like, I wanted... I knew Lala Ree had had the fame games in the bag as soon as she spun that three times. Yeah. Because Lala Ree's already got such a huge following. I mean, she's wonderful. She's a yeah. wonderful queen. Yeah. And I love Lala Ree. I just, I felt like Jessica Wilde just was the one that had improved so much. More polished. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sometimes Lala Ree is not what I would call a fashion queen. Mm, sometimes she's, you know, she'll... I can only really think of, like, one outfit on her that I thought was fantastic, and it was, like, that white pantsuit, and she had the mask. Yeah. But I can't think of anything else that she's done fashion-wise that I'm, like, obsessed with. I do want to say, though, when she did the variety show, her number was fucking phenomenal. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was. She... The, those dance moves... She yeah. got out there, and I was like, oh my god. Like I, The only time I've ever seen a Beyonce moment like this was when Trinity K. Bonet actually did Beyonce. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which, Trinity K.'s, oh my god. Oh, I love her. I, I love Trinity K. Yes. too, girl. Okay, yes. And, uh, but when she came out and did that Beyonce number, mm-hmm. I got chills. And because she did such a phenomenal job. And then when La La Ree came out and she did it, she had her hair blowing, you know, like she's just fucking... Those dance moves were on she owned, point. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and then James Mansfield came and bounced people off her boobs. <laughs> and, and that really cracked me up. I love James. I do, too. She's so funny. But, like, I don't know. I, she, I, it was funny, but I don't know if it was really deserving of the placement that it got. No, I, I don't think that it was deserving of a win. I'll- I hate to say it. Monica Beverly Hills came out and she walked around on stage for a little bit and then she went backstage. Yeah. Um, there wasn't, she, she sang her own song. It was awful. She looked gorgeous. Yeah. But it was awful. I, that's the problem with her. She always looks stunning, but like, she just never looks delivers. Like she doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and this was when I saw her deliver the most and it still was very underwhelming. Yeah. And then know. your your man, old Nasha, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> came out and like I thought she was gonna like salsa dance and like dance do a dancing with the stars thing, and yeah. then she just stomped her feet. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't defend her on that one. No, I mean she looked fantastic. That yeah. ass was fat. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it's her her biggest asset. Yeah, no, ass. it's is her ass real or is it fake? Oh. I don't either. I'll I can't, find out. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember them talking about if Naisha had had a lot of work done. But I remember when they were like the ass queens and like Naisha and oh, Kahana got up and yeah. shook, <laughs> like oh shook their asses. Like Naisha was like, I ain't going to let Kahana take this. I'm going <laughs> to shake my fucking ass. 
here now. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. <laughs> you look like yeah. Linda Evangelista. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are Corey's trade of the whole franchise. Of the whole franchise. Because we had this conversation because I told you my trade was milk. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't even pay attention to milk's fucking drag. Because every time that he came on as a man yeah. and was talking, it was just like, holy fucking shit. Do you shit. remember when he did that look that was like boy RuPaul? Yes. And got so much shade over it. Yeah, but that was kind of hot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> with the ascot and like yeah, the Yeah, and the yeah. big glasses. Yes. Like, I loved it. Looking and, like the Six Flags guy. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> they were like fucking down in it because they were like, well, you're a man. And I mean, look how many people have done men. Yeah, I don't see the big deal. I don't either. I mean, you're you're impersonating someone. It is RuPaul's Drag Race, but all they want is for you to be spot on with your impersonations. Yeah. Say things that, you know, the celebrity would probably say and how they would probably react. Also, yeah, even when he's not in drag, RuPaul is in drag. Yeah. Like when he like he those no one's wearing those suits. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> Like, RuPaul comes in and, like, probably come in and goes, kick, 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 kick. That's, like, the fabric rubbing together. Like, who wears those suits? He's in drag. His whole life is in drag. Yeah. Like, those are drag suits. Yes. Like, <laughs> Ain't no one in Tennessee wearing those. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just envisioning you in, like, one of those sequins. In a climate scene party yeah. Absolutely. You're like, this is worth more than I've made in the past 30 years of my life. <laughs> and I'm only 34. <laughs> I know it's dress code, I'll wear it to work. <laughs> With my Crocs. <laughs> Starbucks? Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of the drink I ordered, but I can't even say it. I have to order it in the app because I have so much anxiety ordering a drink at Starbucks. Is it a shaken espresso? Yeah. Is it a brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso? No, it's. I think it's the vanilla oat milk <gasps> one. Toasted vanilla oat milk yeah. shaken espresso. And I get it with, I always ask for extra co- chocolate cold foam on it. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Hart when I order Starbucks. When I get up there and I'm like sweating <laughs> and I don't know what I like. And I'm like, you know, that <laughs> that frappo <laughs> magilistic. I could never work at Starbucks. If I was to barista anywhere, I would go to Dunkin' fucking Donuts. Girl, listen, no shade. But sometimes this, I worked with this girl at Starbucks that had worked at Dunkin'. And she said there were so many people there on work release. Oh, for jail? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see it. Definitely. <laughs> Our Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> <laughs> One time someone at Dunkin' called my friend a crackhead. Someone, someone behind the counter called my friend a crackhead because she said, I don't think my drink was made correctly. And this woman was like, you wouldn't know crackhead. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, I one thing that I did want to say, though, about the Fame Games Extravaganza show is that I didn't particularly love Candy Muse or Jimbo's. Mm-mm. What? Jimbo's? Bananas made a banana split. Was that what he did? Oh, yeah. With the little, with the whipped cream titties. No, the whipped cream titties was amazing. But the rest was just. It eh. was giving Katy Perry a little bit. Yeah. But like, I mean, I thought it was funny. But it was true to Jimbo. I mean, like Candy Muse being in the top two is like, to me, Jada Essence Hall. Not only winning her season, but then being asked to come back to the all-winner season. Yeah. Like, Jada Essence Hall beat out Crystal Method, who is my number two favorite drag mm-hmm. queen. 
and Gigi Good. Yeah. Like, even if you're not a weird drag queen person, you know damn well that she should have at least not beat out Gigi Good. Yeah. Gigi Good served beautiful looks and was very just good all around. Like funny in her snatch game. Yeah. Gorgeous. She yeah. could walk a, walk a runway. Like Yeah, and it's just like she looks like a model. Yeah. And Jada Essence Hall, I mean, developed a little, look over there. Yeah. And it became like a bag of chips <laughs> situation. Much better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like her too, but but yeah, I think, I think sometimes, I don't know, the judges just get caught up in people's personalities yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Which I guess maybe might explain the candy, like, yeah. phenomenon. Like, I didn't like Jada Essence Hall until season seven of All Stars. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I wasn't crazy about her in her season. Yeah. And when well, she, she didn't won. didn't really give that much. No. Yeah. And, I mean, like, all she did was created a slogan. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, La La Ree winning this season just because she did the gift bag thing everybody was, <coughs> like, all crazy yeah. about. So, the Fame Games um, show, James Mansfield and La La Ree got picked as the two winners. They both got to spin, and James Mansfield got the 2X, mm-hmm. La La Ree got the 3X. Yes. And then, so, we go to the finale, and they announce the Fame Game winner. And I knew it was going to be La La Ree, as soon as she hit that 3X. Yeah, I figured with the 3X, she was, it was going to be her... Because um, I couldn't really think of anyone else that had, like, a huge following. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel... It, no, I did get really excited because I think I sent you a screenshot of it that Jessica Wilde liked my oh, comment. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, and when I say Jessica Wilde in that comment that I did every email address I could get my hands <laughs> on, it was every email address I could get my hands on. <laughs> like, I'm sure she admires your effort. <laughs> And then you had to remember every embarrassing email address you had from when you were like 15. I even went used my AOL email address. Oh my god. That's going way back. That's the way back machine. But so for the final maxi challenge of the season, um, Jimbo and Candy both had to learn choreography and lip sync in a song written for them. Mm-hmm. And Jimbo gave a good performance, but I hated her song. I don't understand what the song was even about. Like, like I remember born being born. I is it supposed to be funny? Like, like that's what I was wondering because I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, what was what's his name even thinking? Leland. Leland. Yeah. I wish they would let them write their own. Like, do the what they used to do, where they would pick like a RuPaul song. Yeah. And do their own verses. Yeah. They haven't done that in a while. No, and I loved that. I know I did too. But, or just even, like, let them, I don't know, pick a song or something. I mean, yeah. why are we basing, like, your winning number on something Leland's going to come up Someone with? Someone else, yeah, and, like, I don't know. You don't know them. You know no, because, I mean, like, I, it, I felt like the song was just very mediocre. Like, it was not a Jimbo song. No. And then Candy Muse's song was very Candy Muse. Yeah. And I thought it gave a lot more attitude and it allowed her to show a lot more of her personality. So that's when I started getting scared. Yeah. Was when I saw the song that Jimbo had. But I will say that Jimbo caught on to that choreography a lot faster than I thought they were going to. I know. Well, they always make it seem like he's not going to do, like, not going to well, do he's not well a dancer. No, not at all. But, like, 
Yeah, he did really. He catched. He catched on. He caught on. Super <laughs> he cashed quick. in. He cashed in. <laughs> he danced like he was wanting to win two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. He danced like no one was watching. Yeah, and like he <laughs> he did he did a really good a job, but and I have to say, like I said, I'm not an old crabby bitch. I'll give credit where credit was due. Candy Muse did a good job she, on yeah, pay me did. in money. Yeah. But that song was just so well-fitting for her. Yeah. And then Jimbo's, it was like they spent so much time trying to customize a song to Kenny Muse that it was like, okay, well, we'll just fucking, Oh, you they know, have just... like five minutes left for Jimbo. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, okay, he's a clown, like, you know, whatever. But yeah. Jimbo was still able to turn it out. Yeah, so. yeah. It felt like to me like Leland was like my money is on Candy Muse, so oh, <laughs> so I can win this yeah. bet. Yeah, oh like God. I'm gonna sabotage. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Leland, you shady. <laughs> we know about you. Yeah. <laughs> you act so innocent when you're on the writing songs. <laughs> Leland, we've got your number, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs> The Tic Tac talk. I thought it was so cute when Jimbo was like, I'm going to keep my Tic Tac. Like, yeah. I'm going to have it gold plated. <laughs> Honestly, that dude, that whole talk, I was like, I can't believe any of this ever happened to Jimbo. No. Like when he was talking about his family and stuff. Yeah. But like the way he was talking about it wasn't like, I feel in the past when people have had traumatic lives, mm-hmm. they try to turn it into like a sob, like a sob story. Yeah. Like they're telling their story, you know, like on Maury Povich or something mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. Jimbo. Age, you know, like, and, or, you know, it's just, or like one of those home makeover challenges on cheesy ass TLC where it's like something major and terrible has always happened to them. Yes. And it's like, they've always got to tell their tragic tale or bar rescue. This is why my bar Bar sucks. Like, (laughs) John Halliford or whatever his name is, or Taffert. Taffert, I don't know what his name is. He's like, fuck your sad story. This bar's a dump. <laughs> How are we going to sell these drinks? Yeah. The, the way Jimbo told it, though, was so, like, matter of fact. He was just like, well, this is what happened. Like, And I really, like, I guess people deal with grief in different ways because... I feel like that's how I would tell a story. I was about to say, like, I, you know, I had some traumatic things happen to me mm-hmm. when I was young. They're not something I'm ever willing to share. Mm-hmm. But I have shared them with some people. And the, when I share it, it's just matter of fact. Yeah. It's not trying to get sympathy or pity. And a lot of people, you know, are like, I guess it's more along the same lines. Like, I tell it just like I would tell anything else. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm I'm a storyteller. And, like, I'll, I'll tell anything. But, you know, it's like I'm also a shameless open book. Oh, yeah. And so it's like nothing embarrasses me. Yeah. Except, you know, like like I said last week in my episode, when my husband tries to talk to me when I'm pooping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is the only shameful time in my life and you want to have a conversation. Like, <laughs> Just a minute. Yeah. You're like crying. It's a phobia. I don't like for people to talk to me when I'm in the bathroom. I get it. I get it. I mean, but listen, I was so excited mm-hmm. when when RuPaul said the winner is Jimbo. I literally like almost woke my baby and my husband up. Yes, you know, in my bed because I got up and was like, yeah! I know, and it was just like, oh shit! Like I really hope that you know my <laughs> baby like started stirring. And I'm like, God damn it, Jimbo! <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> but I was so excited because I just knew that it was going to be such a close competition like it was going to be such a close elimination 
Um, but also, before we go, like, move on, I do have to say this about Candy's look. It was I awful. hated it. Okay, okay. <laughs> she looks like a fucking pineapple. It was like a big bird hooker. Yeah, like when they said, uh, when they said this is the Sesame Street, and like, and the hair that she wore was not doing her any favors. No. It made her head look weird. But I just, I, I and then after that, <laughs> she came out, like, for the, for the last bit, she came out and she looked like an upside down triangle. Yeah. <laughs> and I turned to my boyfriend and I was like, oh, she didn't even have to wear shoulder pads. No. Like, <laughs> I, I was just like, seriously, like, this is the look that you're going for. Her fashion is not what it's, I would consider. It's not top two all-stars fashion. It's not Paris, France. It's Paris, Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't love the song, though, if we're being real. Like, the, sometimes they don't match the songs up for the lip syncs to the people. Was it? it was the Do You Want a Funk Oh, yeah. It like, was just a very underwhelming song for a finale. Yeah. I don't on know All why Stars. They picked, like, the royalty money ran out or something. Like, pick, like, Madonna or Beyonce yeah. or something. Something that is a performance. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, because that's what you want to see in a finale is a, is a performance. A and show. I don't, I don't really feel no. like it was a performance. No, it, I, it was very underwhelming and. Yeah. I mean, they both did a good job, but I feel like if it had been something more, either more current or more popular, it would have been... Or hell, get, they should have gave them Jumpin' Jumpin' by Destiny's Child. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Anything. the two ways that they would interpret Jumpin' Jumpin' by Destiny's Child? Oh, Jimbo front and back. Yeah. yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Jimbo would have came out there with big old titties. <laughs> An even bigger ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the tits that they had on their ass. Oh my god. Yay. Oh my god. I have to tell you the best drag name I've ever heard was um, me and my friend downloaded the RuPaul's Drag Race game. Yeah. And she told me that she made her character's name Jurassica Parker. <gasps> <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, Alex, that might be the best drag name I've ever heard in my life. And I've been like so obsessed with it. I thought of one today and I almost texted you, but I wanted to save it. Oh my God. Sue Baru. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like not many people do the pun drag names anymore. And I think it's a lost art. It really is. Those are my favorites. I love a good pun name. Carol Manning. (laughs) That would be a good one. Lisa Newcar. No. Even though that's good. (laughs) I can't take credit for that. I think that was Katya. Yeah, it's really good though. (laughs) And then it works with everything. Yeah. Lisa Lexus. Yeah. (laughs) Lisa Houseboat. Yeah. Lisa Houseboat. Lisa Houseboat. I will give some more thought. And, like, really put my soul into it. And then I'll try to come back to it with something. Yeah, I'm going to try to think of something. Yeah. (laughs) I literally... So, I'm thinking that this year for my birthday again. My birthday's in, like, I guess, like, four weeks now. Mm -hmm. Four or five weeks. And I think that I may have a RuPaul's Drag Race birthday party again. (gasps) (laughs) That would be fun. Yeah, y'all have to come. But 
I wish that all my friends loved RuPaul's Drag Race as much as me and would go into putting the work in. Because I would love to do a whole drag face on myself. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, just do myself in drag makeup. Yeah. But I have the makeup to do it. (laughs) I'm not good at makeup, but I will certainly experiment. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, I think our time has ended probably 45 minutes ago. (laughs) So... Um, we want to thank you for listening, and I got my ad campaign today, so you're going to be hearing my voice through Spotify for Podcasters ad. So make sure to listen to it, and don't skip through it, because you're helping the podcast out. You heard it here first. Yes. But thank you so much for listening, and tune in for next week. I'm not sure of which episode it's going to be yet, but it's going to be something exciting and fun. So, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.